Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 42, featuring a review of the brand new Freaky Friday-esque slasher titled Freaky, starring Vince Vaughn. It's a new Blumhouse production. It is currently November 16th at the time of recording this podcast, and I am currently recording from inside of Carly's couch. Inside my couch? Yeah. No, buddy, we're recording on the couch, no, not see, inside look. the couch. Armrest, armrest, I'm inside the armrests. You're stupid. Yeah, so uh, the featured review tonight is Freaky, which is a sort of pseudo comedy slasher, sort of Freaky Friday deal. Yeah. Um, We'll get into that a little bit later, but let me just say, I did watch the trailer when it came out, and I thought it looked absolutely cringe, so I was not looking forward to it. We'll see if those thoughts still remain the same when we get into the review. But, Carly. What? What's going on? Not too much. Not too much. Um... I watched two movies today, and worked, and it is a Monday, and yeah, uh, this weekend, you and I went to see the move, we went with my friend Kaylee as well, and we went and saw it in Dolby, so that was cool. Uh, Friday, I saw some friends that I hadn't seen in a while, we went to the Olive Garden, and then to uh, back to my one friend's place and kind of caught up, so that was fun and dandy and then what happened yesterday oh yesterday i went out to dinner again with my friend kaylee for hashtag dinner sundays uh dinner sunday club is now what we call it so and i went to texas roadhouse have you ever been to texas roadhouse no i've never been to texas roadhouse outback steakhouse or longhorn steakhouse i've never been to a steakhouse Yeah, I thought I'd been to Texas Roadhouse, but it turns out I have not. I was thinking of a Longhorn Steakhouse I went to once with my mother, and she, I don't think she cared for the place that much, and I don't think she likes steakhouses, so most of my life I did not go to steakhouses, but Texas Roadhouse is bomb. What did you get? I got a sirloin steak, and uh, six ounces, I believe, and a baked potato, some cheese fries, and shrimp that came on garlic bread. So all the food. Oh, dude, this sounds so good. What did uh, Cody get? Kaylee, buddy. This was that dinner night. Oh, what did yeah, Kaylee get? Yeah, different dinners. I go out to eat a lot because I like to eat. Um, what did she get? Oh, she got beef tips with mashed potatoes. Weak. They look pretty good. I feel I like if you go to them. a steakhouse, you should just get steak. I know, but beef tips, tips are just like the tips. you get it? medium rare or were you scared no i got it medium rare i always do okay and uh she got hers medium what kaylee kaylee said that like one time she was at a restaurant like a steak place for the first time and they asked her how what temperature she wanted her steak at and she was like um 365 degrees and they were like (laughs) no we meant like what rarity do you want it at and that sounded like something i would do but uh yeah i got medium she got it well done no, she got it medium well, because she, she was like, I was like, oh, you got it medium well, and she said, yeah, well, that's, I just recently started doing that, because I feel like everyone judges me when I get it well done, and I was like, yeah, we, I do. Yeah, because they're horrible. What are you, Carly's mom? 
Yes, exactly. She burns our steaks to a crisp. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I would go back there. Um, my stomach hurts a little bit today. I think I'm allergic to stock, but I don't care. Um, I just no, red, some red meat just kind of d- jacks up your stomach a little bit. That's why you're not supposed to eat it all the time. I see. Yes, it all, I always feel very bad the next day, but I don't care. Um, other than that, uh, we're back. It's Monday now, so had a pretty fun weekend, but back to the grind. I'm off tomorrow, though, but... Right, which is why you? we're recording at midnight almost. Wow, dude, I made it here fast today. Yeah, you did. That's actually. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, shoot, man. I mean, I had like a weird. Oh, dude, it was horrible. I had um. I worked Thursday night until 11 p.m., and then I worked seven to three. The next day. Um, so. My sleep schedule is really jacked up right now. I normally don't go to bed till like 5, 6, 7 a.m. So I just stayed up the whole night. And then, so I worked an eight-hour shift, stayed up for eight hours, and then worked another eight-hour shift. Right. And then I had a podcast record three hours after that shift. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so... That I, wouldn't, was I wouldn't be horrible. able... I wouldn't be able to do a podcast. That's one I can't be like talkative whenever I'm tired. Like I, just I got can't do three it. hours of sleep and was actually pretty refreshed. I was absolutely shocked. Yeah. But I will say, um, I caught up on a lot of sleep this weekend. Uh, I didn't have a ton of stuff to do, and I was off Saturday and Sunday, which I'm normally only off one of those days if I get one. Mm-hmm. And it was like super chill. I like really enjoyed the the sleep in but unfortunately i didn't really watch any movies like i really skipped out on watching movies yeah i just just needed a break honestly did you watch a friday the 13th move on friday the 13th yes i did cool totally forgot about it though glad you said that yeah i didn't log it today Oh, oh yeah but yeah i did as well i came home that night and popped one in because you know, I like count. I count down my Friday the 13th, and they're like eight to nine months apart each time. So it's kind of like you gotta watch a move. I watched almost every Friday the 13th this year. I did too, or actually. Within the calendar year, that is. I did too, because I watched part one. We saw that at the drive-in. Part watched seven. Watched that twice. Yeah, part seven we saw at the drive-in, and then the last Friday the 13th I watched like three of them. I think I watched two, four, and eight, and then. Part five, I watched back for the 85 show, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I just watched part six. So, yeah, I've watched, like, I've watched, like, all of them. The the ones that I enjoy. Yeah. At least. <laughs> all eight, the first eight. Um. So. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Um. I don't know. Chicken stew. No. Um, anything else that you did exciting besides work, a horrible shift? No, I mean, we recorded the Luigi Kazi episode for 22 shots of Italian Horror Month, uh, the second one there. It, uh, turned out pretty good. Unfortunately, our guest host had to bounce, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but, so they only lasted a little bit on the episode, unfortunate. Uh, oh, the new Call of Duty came out. 
and I've been like super addicted to the zombies mode which I always love from Treyarch and uh, I've been playing that why did you look at me like that nothing just of course Treyarch yes I'm a big fan of Treyarch Treyarch yes I'm a big fan oh we um I have not played a single Call of Duty game ever myself so well the Call of Duty zombies is different than Call of Duty um it only is in some of the Call of Duties for a while there it was only in the Treyarch ones so every other year you would get zombies but it's basically a survival mode where you are on a map and you uh basically survive wave after wave of zombie hordes and you get like guns and you get upgrades and you get like um cool like upgraded things it's always been like one of my favorite things to do i was like so into it at one time i would literally have games that would last 12 hours (laughs) one game buddy yeah back back when in like 2010 buddy when did you eat and pee and drink well what we did was we would get a crawler which is a zombie that is crawls on the ground Uh he like blew his legs off and the round does not end until all the zombies are dead so you save one you make him a crawler and then one person that you're playing with walks around the map and gets the crawler to fall him and then you go into a corner and that's when you can pee or go get something to eat or whatever (laughs) your men are weird yeah we used to do it all the time i mean i was like so into it but yeah the new one is really fun um been playing on xbox one so that's kind of what i want to do tonight but i do need to watch some movies soon yes responsibility what's that that is what you need to have and watch the move that is a song buddy that is a song what responsibility what's that oh responsibility not quite yet i see you never heard that song no i think i know it now i just did not realize watson probably knows that song probably watson way in um so yeah i think that is it shall we get into what we have watched uh yeah so it is my blind spot yes so i go second yes okay all right so i shall get into this uh first up as per my survive 05 I watched The Skeleton Key, a move that I just picked up at Goodwill the other day, and one that I had not seen since I was a kid, probably around when it came out in 2005. Um, I saw it a few times back then, and I remember thinking, like, it was a decent film, but I never thought, like, oh, it was amazing or anything like that. This time around, I really dug this movie. Um, It's very cool. Uh, The setting is just um, that sort of, what, Louisiana, New Orleans-y, swampy setting and uh that al- that alone creeps me out uh you know you have like weirdo characters and it's uh it's starring kate hudson um which is kind of weird because she's like really serious in the movie and i've pretty much only seen her in like comedies such as how to lose a guy in 10 days buddy you've seen overboard it's actually her daughter mm. goldie hans daughter um but yeah she's in the movie and uh it's a pretty solid film i must say um i, I like it uh pretty much all throughout um like I said I just like the atmosphere and the plot is cool you know girl she's a hospice nurse and she's working in a hospital and she wants to change up her job because the hospital is like all about money so she finds a job of being a hospice nurse at a 
dude's house who had had a stroke and his wife still lives there and uh she starts to like uncover all this weird stuff in the house so uh yeah good film recommended if you have not seen it and uh, i think it can make a top 10 of 2005 possibly so watch it all right skeleton key and then um i watched shivers uh david cronenberg's shivers um Got that on Vestron by Mr. James Caux, uh, so thank you to him. And I decided to pop it in the other day. I watched that for the first time with you, JPIG, and, uh, funny, ewey. Um, you and Austin and Andrew, we all watched that a few years ago, back when we first started hanging out, and I thought it was cool, so wanted to rewatch it, and I like it. It's, you know, kind of apartments type horror, type like slug creature horror. There's some gross moments, some bloody moments. Uh, I really like the, just, um, the setting, uh, how it's like one of those very white, you know what I mean? It's like very bright in that move, Chabert's. And uh, I think it's a pretty cool film. You know, it's weird, but I like it. Um, then after that, as per my Italian whore hair month, I watched Night of the Devils from 1972. Have you ever seen this movie? I feel like I might have, but I'm not sure. I didn't know about this movie in 72, and it, quite frankly, I was kind of done watching Italian moves, so I probably just completely didn't care. But I think Brandon might have sent me this. It's either him or Derek. I can't remember which one. I know it's been like on my pal for a while now, so either one of them. Uh, thank you. Um, but Night of the Devils... Uh, this was a pretty cool movie, um, you know, it's about this, you see at the beginning this guy's like running through the woods and there se seems to be something like mentally off about him, so he gets picked up and taken to a psychiatric hospital where he's pretty much laying in bed and then the whole rest of the movie's a big flashback of um, the events that took place with him before he got there where he kind of wound up in the middle of nowhere and uh these people around him are like not what they seem and uh gets kind of creepy there's some creepy moments in it and uh, i just thought it was a interesting storyline it is uh it's a subtitled movie it's in italian language so um i like that because i prefer that to overdub but uh I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I gave that like an 8.5, I think, out of 10, so I really enjoyed it. Um, then after that, and it wasn't a giallo. Um, but then after that, uh, on Friday the 13th, I watched Friday the 13th Part 6 from 1986. Uh, randomized. Uh, I put all the movies in my randomizer um, every Friday the 13th, and I try to be true to that, but sometimes it'd be landing on Jason X or Jason Goes to Hell, and I just cough and like accidentally hit the randomizer again and then Shut it up. lands on like part one and I'm like oh yay it landed on part one again but anyway it did land on part six this time and I was like all right I like part six so pop that in and I still like part six I, I think it's a lot of fun um and you know it's it's got comedy and whatnot in it but I like the story it's it's definitely one of the funner Friday the 13th where it's like more kind of like go 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 and uh I like the I think Jason looks decent in this movie people complain about his look with the tool belt and whatnot but i don't i don't really mind it i think he's kind of scary in some scenes so i've always enjoyed part six um yeah good move good move then after that um si simply because i was lazy i went ahead and put on part five because i have the blu-ray 
uh, pack and part five, of course, was on the same discs as part six. Um, I rewatched part five this year, obviously, for the 85 show I did on 22 shots, but I like part five a lot. That's become pretty much my favorite one. It, it kind of goes back and forth with the first one, oddly enough, but, um, big fan of it. Big fan of part five. I think that is the funnest one, honestly. I love all the kills. I love all the characters. I think it has the most memorable of characters, so, uh, Great movie, yes. Uh, so I watched those, um, you know, out of order, but I honestly only planned on watching part six, and then I was still awake, so I threw on part five after that. But And then after that, and lastly today, I watched Werewolf of London from 1935. Um, this is one of the Universal Monster movies that is in that, that box set that JP bought me ten years ago, and I still have not gone through, gone through all the moves. So I decided to watch it because it was like the next one up as far as uh, the years go. Buddy! What? Wake up. Oh. As far as the years go, 1935, this one was next. So obviously uh, by the title, it's a werewolf movie that predates the Wolfman. And, um, you know, pretty much the same type of plot. Uh, this guy, um, well, in this one, it's like the dude gets attacked by a werewolf and then he, uh, you know, starts turning into a werewolf at night. Um, the effects on him obviously aren't as advanced as with the Wolfman, which came out, I believe, six years after this. So, uh, it's more so just he, you know, grows hair and he, like, gets these teeth and I think his eyes look a little bit different and, you know, gets hair on his hands and whatnot, but it's not, like, full-blown hairy wolf creature like the Wolfman is. But I kind of like it. I thought it was rather creepy. Um, and... I don't know, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, pr kind of a basic story, obviously. The very basic... I think this is actually the first werewolf movie to ever come out, if I'm not mistaken. I read it on think line. So, so um, that's pretty cool. I thought it was... Uh, you could see how it inspired many movies to come. Um, so I dug that quite a bit. I gave that like an 8 out of 10. These are your old moves, buddy. I know what they are. All right, buddy. Um... <clears throat> So, uh, that is, that is everything I have watched. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I watched was Demon Cop from the year 1990. I got this for a Patreon review. Uh, it basically, not for here, for 22 shots. Um, it, it's, it looks like the quality of that of a shot on video, but I'm not, I don't think it actually was shot on video, but it might have been. <laughs> um... It's about this guy who's, uh, I mean, they call him a demon, but he looks like a werewolf more, I see. and he's a cop, and he basically got this virus slash demon-esque thing from, like, I think a blood transfusion... <clears throat> and he might have been shot or something. I can't remember. And he might have got this blood transfusion. He's a cop. Yeah. And there's like a girl who, who's like he's in a relationship with. And she's in a wheelchair because she used to be part of the gang life. But he helped her take, turn her life around. Um, but she looks like a school teacher. So you're like, you were really in the gang life? I see. I see. So it's stupid. <laughs> and, um... Anyway, it's, uh, not good. Like, clearly, 
the virus slash demon esque werewolf thing is kind of an allegory on HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like interesting that they would shove that in there. Um, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> right. Um, it's a little too long too. If it, I mean, I feel like that's such a annoying complaint that I have all the time and it almost makes me feel like I only feel that way because I watch so many movies but like a movie like this why can't it be 70 minutes yes you know it's not like in a a 70 minute movie I might be like oh that was fun you know but like in a 90 minute movie there's like after like 60 minutes I'm like I'm just wasting my time here right I give it a 3 out of 10 Um, then the cleansing hour, did I do that one last week? No, I did that one last week. Okay. Um, the cleansing hour is a Shutter exclusive. It basically follows, uh, this online exorcist, exorcist, and he, uh, does like a live stream show where he does exorcisms, but it's all like fake and bullcrap, which is kind of obvious. And then he ends up having an episode where he's dealing with an actual possession and it's up to him and his best friend to sort of figure out how to stop this demon it's all being live stream and he's kind of being exposed for a fraud but at the same time getting a chance to sort of prove himself i really liked it i just have like a few issues with it um one there's like a big like reveal in the movie and i just feel like it just didn't make sense i would have just been like hey why wouldn't that i mean i actually we talk about it on the next 22 shots and dave made a really good point which i i mean i was making the same point but he said it too like it's like why would certain people even care about this if moods is dead and and jeremy's dead but me and you are gonna sit here and you know argue about you know uh, this. yeah <laughs> and it, it totally makes sense it's, <laughs> it's kind of like hollywood bullshit and yeah. it kind of took me out of the movie at that moment and then just some other minor things kind of bothered me like i can't see this guy being successful at all in reality i mean it's clearly fake and if like it's just i don't understand it Something like this would never get popular being faked. Well, buddy, I mean, think about it. People want be watching like Ghost Adventures, and it's just that dude being. It's like, yeah, it's but like, he Advent- said David wants to kill me. But it would be like if Ghost Adventures like found a body and like flames started coming out of it or something. Yeah, I guess it's over the you, top. You know what I mean? It's like yes. too much to really. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's. A little hard to believe. But I still found it pretty fun. It was a good movie. I gave it an 8. Yeah. Uh, then for 22 Shots, we did a couple of Luigi Cosi movies. First up, Paganini, Paganini Horror, which is um, a Italian film starring... Uh, well, not really starring, but it has Donald Pleasance in it. Uh, also, Darta Nicolati. Um, and it basically followed... But, like, Paganini... Paganini was like a real violinist or something and basically these people find a uh notes like uh music notes uh from an unreleased song from him 
and it's supposedly a cursed song but they steal it and they're going to pass it off as their own they go to film a music video in an old abandoned house and it it opens sort of a rift or something and there's evil oh no um i actually really liked it i thought it was pretty cool so i gave it a seven out of ten neat uh, then I watched The Babysitter Killer Queen from 2020. Um, trying to squeeze in a few 2020 films when I can. Uh, this is a sequel to The Babysitter, which was from like 2018, 17, somewhere around there. Like 18. Um, it actually was a film I really liked when it came out. I thought it was funny, I thought it was good, uh, it was clever. For some reason, the director's name is McG, which I just find stupid. Um, and this is the sequel. Uh, pretty cool. Like, pretty much the whole cast comes back for this one. I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, it takes place two, two, two or so years later after the first one. Basically, the kid that was being babysat is essentially in this same situation again. Uh, and it's not that good, and it feels like it's trying really hard in the beginning. But honestly, by the end, I kind of warmed up to it a little bit, and I actually did find some stuff funny in the third act, you know, second and third act. Uh, so I actually ended up coming up on it a little bit. I gave it a 6 out of 10, but I was at like a 4 territory uh, during the first act. Right. Uh, and then another Luigi Causey movie, we got Alien Contamination from the year 1980 also known as a million other titles just contamination sometimes and uh this movie i've seen this is now the fourth time i think uh the first time i seen it i had gotten the arrow screener the second time i watched it with the commentary third time i watched it with joe bob and now is the fourth time it's sort of an alien ripoff and like mood says a james bond ripoff at the same time like beginning and end are alien middle is james bond like a spy agent type thing i actually really like it i always have it's a pretty solid movie um i like the eggs and the aliens i would have liked a little bit more alien going on there though i give that a 7 out of 10 as well uh and then the final film uh or i might have gave that a 6.5 i can't remember uh, the final film from the Kazi triple feature was The Killer Must Kill Again. I was telling you a little bit about this one. You were, yes. It basically follows a dude who's, like, upset with his wife, and he wants to have her killed. Uh, well, he doesn't want to have her killed. He's just upset with his wife. But he runs into a guy who he just witnessed kill someone or get rid of a body. So he basically hires the guy as a hitman, or else he's going to turn him in. Uh, the hitman comes over to his house kills the wife stuffs her body in his trunk goes back inside to clean up the house and some random occurrence happens where these teens steal his car and go on a joyride with the dead woman in the back of the trunk meanwhile uh the husband is being interviewed by the police and the killer is trying to find the other people so he can kill again cool very cool I actually really liked it. The only problem with this film is the middle is like extremely bogged down. It's like a lot of nothing happens in the middle, which is a little unfortunate, but uh, I think I came in around a seven on that one. Uh, I also watched Inferno back when I did the Argento 
show, but I forgot to mention it. Uh, it was a rewatch for the first time in since like 2014 or 15 or something, and I really liked it. I thought it was a, a really good movie. Uh, definitely better than the last time I seen it. It has like this amazing underwater scene. It's like one of the best underwater scenes in horror. Yeah, I've seen it before, and I know I remember that scene. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mainly. I think if you watch this one a couple more times, have you only seen it once? Yeah. I feel like you might get up on to like Suspiria level with it. Really? Like not. I mean, that I thought it was great. good when I first watched it, just not, not as Suspiria esque. Not that much but you know up there you know it definitely is very reminiscent of Suspiria yes um and then I watched Jason X as it was one of the final uh one of the only Fridays I hadn't watched this year the only ones I hadn't watched was Jason X Freddy vs. Jason and the remake I planned on watching Jason X and then Freddy vs. Jason, but the night just wore on too long, and I didn't get to it till like 2 a.m. or something, 3 a.m. So yeah, um, didn't watch that, but I did watch Jason X. Um, it's always been my least favorite in the franchise, and it still is. Uh, it's the only one that I actually have beef with. I like all the other ones, and... I still kind of like this one. It's just hard. I just get annoyed sometimes. It's trash. I don't think it's trash. Wastebasket emoji. It's not wastebasket emoji. It is. It's so horrible. I can't sit through it. Why? I just can't. It's too, like, like, it's like, there's, like, a bunch of cheesy stuff, I feel like. The cheesy stuff kind of kills me a little bit. It kills you for, in a good way or bad bad all right kills you could mean like makes me laugh like dying the thing that it the thing that's funny about it what for me is it literally reminds me of leprechaun in space and not just (laughs) because it's in space i mean tonally it's similar yeah which is kind of stupid because that movie is ridiculous and it's intentionally i don't want my friday 13th to be ridiculous yeah i don't understand why people seem to give that one a pass a lot of people give that one a pass but hate jason goes to hell i mean i hate them both but i can watch jason both goes to hell like easier than this one but i'd rather just not watch either of them i would love i love jason goes to hell i think you're trying too hard with that like you don't oh 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 god oh oh jeez new listeners are gonna think things about you um i was just giving you abusies i know um but what was I? Th- I lost my train of thought because I just got like bruised. Um, Jason goes to hell. Oh, you're all like, you're like, yeah. Jason X is the only one I really have any beef with. Really, dude, that's the only movie you have beef with. In the Jason series. Like you don't have beef with Jason goes to hell at all. No, it's a great movie. There's nothing to beef on. Like there, you don't think like some of the stuff Jason's doing is not really Jason esque. No. You think he. <laughs> He shaves people and ties them to the things and stuff. That was to transfer his soul a little easier. Oh. Okay. Alright, buddy. I'll take your word for it. Either that or whenever he transforms into somebody else's body, there's still like pieces of that person in there. And that dude looked like a creeper. 
I don't think they put that much effort into it. But. Nobody. I know things. Uh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, and then the last thing I want... I gave Jason X 5.5. Uh, 5. Uh, so, it is, in my opinion, the least good Jason film, but... Mm-hmm. You know, I still like certain aspects of it. So, uh, finally here, uh, we have 11-22-63, which essentially is like four movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's like eight, almost eight, a little over eight hours, I think. Yeah. It's a miniseries. It came out in 2016. It was a Hulu original. I've been wanting to check it out. What's funny is I bought this on DVD. I think you were with me. It was like five bucks or something like that on DVD. Mm-hmm. I watched it all on Hulu. Dude, you're stupid. Why? Because, just, why would you buy things? I don't want to own it. Because you never know. Maybe one day it won't be on Hulu. Or maybe one day I'll cancel my Hulu. Right, right. Uh, so anyway, um, it follows a man who uh, has a friend who tells him that there's a time that he's been using this time machine for all this time. And... He basically wanted to go in and stop the assassination of JFK. The time machine always goes back in this movie to 1960. In the book, it's 1958. Mm. So they adjusted the time a little bit. And they they sort of streamlined it. Uh, But, so, obviously, uh, Kennedy was assassinated on 11-22-63. And their concept is they want to go back in time to stop that assassination see if it makes the world a better place the only problem is his friend is dying of cancer so he convinces his uh buddy because he's a good dude to go back and do it for him and basically yeah that's kind of uh the plot and he goes back in time where he uh has to live and survive and he falls in love and he's uh, basically stalks Lee Harvey Oswald because he wants to actually because there's so much mystery around that killing he wants to actually see if it is Lee Harvey Oswald who does it yeah you know yes uh, so they have to figure that out first um, very good book very good movie they changed a few things in the movie uh, they streamline uh, certain aspects like in the book are you paying attention oh yeah <laughs> in the book he goes back in and back out a couple times to like test things. They don't do that in the movie at all or the miniseries. He just goes in one time and he's in there, um, which I didn't really like. And then, but two, they added a character of Bill, who's almost like his partner throughout the the story, and I actually think that worked really good, and I really like that aspect. Um, the ending is more or less the same, and it works pretty good. In both versions, it's pretty sad. Did you cry? No. What? What? That's not what you said earlier. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. All right. Um. Anyway, that's it. I gave that a nine out of ten. It's amazing. Yes. So now, without further ado, you must present your blind spot. Oh, I totally forgot about my blind spot. And now you remember. What is it? The crying game? Oh, yeah, the crying game. See, I didn't even log that either. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, because you... Um, the crying game uh, basically follows, like, I don't know, some, like, army dudes, and 
they kidnap an army dude and they're supposed to kill the army dude but the lead sort of develops a relationship with him over the course of three small days and dude shut up and uh <clears throat> and uh it's played by forrest whitaker and forrest whitaker shows him this chick that he's dating he's like this is a bad b and he's like yeah she's pretty or something and he basically uh, has to kill Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker runs. He's like, you wouldn't kill me, would you? And then Forrest Whitaker dies. Um, and the dude decides to go check on that girl that he was talking about because he feels bad. Uh, there he falls in love with her. And then I don't feel like I should say much more. Probably not, buddy. Because there's a major spoiler. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like this movie that much. Ow. Abusies. Yes. Why? Because I just thought it was a good move, and I just felt that you would have appreciated the move. Like, the girl and the guy, they fall in love. Yes. Why? Because sometimes... What do they know about each other? What do they like about each other? I mean, what is there, like, ten minutes of conversation and the guy loves her already? Dude, haven't you ever been infatuated by a female, like, right off the bat? No. Yeah, you have. You're like, ugh, that girl's so hot, I want to bang her. Like, that's the same thing, like, you know? That's what it is, and they just made a relationship out. What's wrong? No. Well, dude, like, some people are like that. Some people... I didn't just, buy they, the relationship When you know, you all. know. I didn't buy it. When you know, you know. Um, there's some, like shocking moments in it which i thought were good and i actually think the movie is pretty interesting for like what ends up happening i just don't 100 percent buy it i just don't really buy the movie i like the concept i wish it was done better um i'm gonna give it a six out of ten what what buddy it's like a nine no buddy just because derek told you it's a nine he rates derek... everything high buddy no dude he didn't tell me anything i didn't even look up the movie when we watched it i just watched it and it was a good move good I, move i didn't really care for it all much. right let's pick my blind i spot couldn't before. buy the relationship and the relationship is key all right dude whatever key all right i shall randomize for you we should be getting close to uh, being done soon right well yeah because every time we randomize we land on the same <laughs> ones I feel like I might be getting sick, and I'm scared. Dude, stop! Alright. Seven. Clerks! Wow, first try. First try? What's clerks? What do you mean, what's clerks? What is it? It's, it's a black and white comedy? 1990s comedy. <gasps> yeah. Wait, black and white? It's yeah. in black and white? Yeah, buddy. The 90s had color. <laughs> it's a 1994, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh. Dude, oh. What? That looks boring. <laughs> what do you mean? Why is it not in color? What are you talking about? Who's buddy? in it? Who's that? Um, Jane Silent Bob. Well, I right never, it? I don't even know them. It's, uh, it's about two dudes who work at a grocery store. How long is it? Uh, I don't know, like four hours. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, hour and 42 minutes. Oh, okay. We love Blind Spot, you and yeah. I. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's see here. How many do you have left? Uh, what you did? You have Never Ending Story. Yes. Dangerous Minds. Yes. Batman Returns. Correct. And No Country for Old Men, right? That's it. Yeah. Four left. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I have way more. Taxi Driver, E.T., Polar Express, Monty Python, Blood Simple. That's fine. One more, buddy. Well, at least I have some stuff that I'm actually interested in. Yeah. Except for that Blood Simple one. That one sounds stupid. Dude, come on! (laughs) What? I'll let you borrow it. I have it on D. It's a good, like, it was featured on 100 Scariest Movie Moments. Was it? It was. No, no, I'm lying. Why would I even bring that up? All right, buddy. Let's get into our featured review. All right. So, Freaky 2020, starring Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. Which, Catherine Newton, did you see Paranormal Activity Part 4? No. Oh, well, she's the star of that move. I didn't realize until after the fact. Um... She's my age. See, this is the stuff that makes me feel old is when these actresses are my age now. But anyway, so a mystical ancient dagger causes a notorious serial killer to magically switch bodies with a 17-year-old girl. Yes. So um, you have, first of all, you get this pretty cool opening that feels very like kind of homage-esque to 80s and 90s slashers. That was pretty cool. Um... And that's the opening, and then you kind of skip ahead to this uh, girl and her friends. Uh, the girl is um, kind of, you know, her name's Millie, right? Yeah. Um, and she's a little bit... Uh, Which I hate. Yeah, I me, hate their names, Millie. It's I weird. do, too. I hate that. Well, that would be... That's the name Mildred. I never didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Which I hate. Um... But, yeah, she's kind of like uh, an outcast in school. Um, you, you learn early on her father passed away, so she's a little weird with that. Her mom's, like, super kind of clingy and protective of her. Kind of babies her, in a way. Um, and she also has an older sister, an adult sister, who is a cop. And, uh, yeah, so the girl doesn't really fit in in school. She kind of gets picked on by students and this really aggressive teacher, played by Alan Ruck, uh from Ferris Bueller fame and you know that's just her she's very basic uh one day she's at a football game because she is the mascot and while she's there this uh what's his name the butch something butcher do you remember what his name was buddy Mm. the something butcher killer thing yeah it's like I can't remember yeah it's something generic sounding yeah it is um but He is there at the football game, and he attacks her with this dagger that he found earlier in the move, and the next day they wake up in the wrong body. So, yeah, this is actually considered to be another adaptation to Freaky Friday, like a horror adaptation, and uh, did you know there's four Freaky Friday movies? Yep. Why does everyone know that but me? What do you mean? Like, so you know that there's, like, besides the Jamie Lee Curtis one and besides the Jodie Foster the one, Jamie there's Lee two Curtis other ones? The Jamie Lee Curtis one isn't even the one I think of first. Which one do you think of first? The Jodie Foster one. Okay, but then there's two other ones. Yeah, Disney. Yeah, okay, whatever, dude. Whatever you and Kaylee and whatever. Um, okay, so now this is the fifth one, I guess. But, anyway. Oh, I wouldn't say it's, it's consi- Friday. It's, it's said that's, like, what it's meant to, like, that's what the director intended. So, 
What did you think of the movie? And it's set on Friday the 13th. So, like I said, I at one, like when I saw the trailer, I thought it looked absolutely horrid. Yes. Um, and I went in thinking it was going to be absolutely horrid. But this is one of those examples of like, just because I think something doesn't mean my mind is made up. Like, I can change my mind. Like, I'm willing to change my mind if it actually does the opposite of what I think. And that's not to say that it wasn't cringy because it surely was a freaking cringy movie. I cringed like four or five times like hard in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I felt like it actually made sense for me to cringe and, and was supposed to be like that. So I accepted it. Um, I actually really liked it. I did too. Um, I agree. It had like one of the worst trailers I think I've ever seen as far as cringe level goes. Um, it looked like Happy Death Day times a million on the cringe. So I was not looking forward to this at all whatsoever. Um, I kind of wanted to just skip it. But we watch all the movies that we can find and this was like the only one in the theater so we went. And yeah, it's actually super good. I think the R rating definitely helps it because uh, there's some decent kills in the film uh, especially at the beginning like there's a lot of creative killings and uh there's a good amount of blood and guts and stuff spewing that looks pretty good um and there is cringe but it's not like it's like meant to be cringe it's not supposed to be like just regular funny it's like you know like you're gonna cringe because it's Vince Vaughn doing stupid stuff he's trying to act like a 17 year old girl so um, I thought it was gonna be well does the hot chick count what? As a Freaky Friday. As a Freaky Friday. What are you saying, buddy? What do you mean, what am I saying? I don't understand what you're asking me. Does the hot chick count as a Freaky Friday? I don't know what that is. Is that a movie you're trying to ask Yes. Me the hot chick? I've never seen the stupid sounding movie chick. With uh, Deuce Bigelow, Mal Gigolo? Oh, of course I've never seen it because that just sounds really stupid. <laughs> Who's that, what? Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider, yeah. No, he gets, I don't. It, it's the same thing. It's like a creepy, weird old dude who gets transformed I'm into not saying, a girl. Buddy, I'm not saying that this movie is like a freaking, like, the same thing as Freaky Friday. I'm saying it's called Freaky and it's set on Friday the 13th and the director said he was inspired by the the, the, the book Freaky Friday. Is it a book? Are you kidding me? Yes, these are all adaptations of that book, every single one of them. <laughs> so, yes. It's a book from, like, a long time ago. Oh. <laughs> but, okay, so anyway, you distracted me because you're a moron. Uh, but it's a really fun movie. It was one of the funnest movies I think I've seen in a while in the theater. It was one of the biggest, it was probably the biggest surprise of a film that I've ever seen as far as going. Ever? Probably as far as going in thinking this is going to be garbage to leaving and it being, like, one of the favorite movies that I've watched this year. I'm not going to go that far. Okay, then go somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I it was a very nice surprise, but I don't know about one of the, the most surprising. Um, I thought that, I thought that like, a lot of the jokes actually land. Um, and honestly, like, it's kind of vulgar and bloody, which is nice. Like, it definitely, the, the R rating definitely helped this movie. As I just said, yes. Um, yes. The R rating was good, and I forgot it was rated R until, like, halfway through. I was like, wow, this movie's really bloody, and they used the F word several times. They used the P word a lot, too. Yes. 
uh, pussy. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do that. So, yeah, that definitely benefits it. Um, I... I I love the... Actually, the, the lead girl had a... I would say she had a better performance than Vince Vaughn. Yeah, she... Yeah. She looks like, like a serial Like her playing <laughs> Vince Vaughn. Like, as soon as she wakes up and you can just, like... It, it actually feels like they switch bodies. Right. She just, like, looks pure evil and, like, well, not really talking. Vince Vaughn, to me, feels more, like, generic. Like, he didn't even feel like that girl to me. Yeah, just a preppy schoolgirl is what like, he seems like. That's That was my biggest complaint with the movie, is the girl who we meet and spend time with and learn about, learn about her dad and learn about her family life and learn about her school life and stuff... That girl feels nothing like the girl that Vince Vaughn is playing. Yeah. Like nothing. Like night and day difference. Right. Yes. And that was a little unfortunate. Now, I'm not saying that Vince Vaughn's portrayal couldn't have been that girl. Like, I just wish she would have acted like that beforehand. Yeah, you because don't get I much, do. much with her beforehand, so it's like... Because I do think that it, it's better. Like, his that girl is more fun to watch. Yeah. Than the mopey, sad girl. Right, yes. But maybe she's a little more energized considering she has woken up into a bar- very tall serial killer's body. I thought or the gay that. kid was going to be, like, super okay. annoying. Yes. And he was actually one of my favorite characters. Buddy, you shouldn't say that. No, no, not because he was gay, but just because, like, how Hollywood typically treats Make, gay characters. Yeah, like, where they just make them, like, super obnoxious. super obnoxious and, like, as, like, you know, flamboyant and in your face as possible. And th- he was that, but he was funny. You know what I mean? Like, he, he had, like, a, a nice flair to him. And yeah. He, honestly, he was probably my favorite character. Yeah, he was fucking mad funny. Yeah, he was funny as shit. But, like, you know how sometimes they just make them, like... Like, they basically just make them say stuff that, like, girl, Get, girls like, would say or something. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, like, stupid. It's, like, stereotypical, you know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he was great. Uh, and, like, to me, like, the funniest part was when, like... He was, um, had the girl tied up, and he's like, we're having bondage, we're doing, like, some bondage stuff, and his mom's like, isn't that involved sex or something? He's like, yeah, and she's like, you are so, like, he's he's like, mom, I got something to tell you. He's like, I'm straight. He came out to his mom as straight. <laughs> and she's like, you are definitely not straight. There's one thing you, you aren't, it's straight. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was one of my favorite parts. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a good, fun movie. I had a blast with it. It really was a surprise. Mm-hmm. And I recommend um, if you have a theater, check it out. You know, um, if you don't, then I think it's probably going to come to VOD in a week or two. So check it out then. Yes, definitely watch this one. Um. Better than both Happy Death Days, in my opinion. I agree, yes. Yes. Uh, so... Shall I read some letterboxed reviews? Letterboxed reviews. I hate letterboxed reviews. Alright, there's honestly not really many negative opinions on this one. Um, like, the lowest ratings are three stars, so that's pretty cool. Uh, 
This dude says, I just have to read this because it's stupid, it says, Really Salt, it's a three-star review by CDR. Let's see what CDR likes. CDR's favorite films are Halloween 2, Toy Story 3, Carrie, and Star Wars The Last Thing. Jedi. Jedi. Um, so, okay. <clears throat> kind of good moves, kind of stupid. Let's see. Okay, so he said, really solid. The humor and heart works. Not as good as Happy Death Day, and it feels like a lesser version of that. Cast like the last one is great. Vince Vaughn has a great acting return as well. This guy is stupid. Happy Death Day sucks. Um, so that is that review. Let's see. Let me see. I thought there was a... Someone rated this. I don't understand Letterbox, dude. What? Like, I, like there will be reviews, like, here, and then I click on more, and then there's, like, Perfect. reviews I've seen. Yeah, but you're not looking right here. Like, this is recent reviews. Yeah, I've so seen that. you click more yeah. for recent. These are popular reviews. You can click more for those. Okay, dude. I did. Yeah, but why can't they all just be together? Um. Okay, um. Let's see. Watch that the war. What are you? What? What's the issue, dude? <laughs> Hurry up! I'm focusing on you, like coughing on me. I know. I'm sick, feeling, dude, and I'm trying to like, like my throat. Like I think I'm getting a sinus infection or something. All right, buddy. Hold on. I don't. This one's long, but it says, "Watch that the world premiere tonight." Oh, let's see. Kaleo of the Dolls. Kale, Kale, This guy likes tender, loving care. Le Sexy Gaudi Trick, Malibu Express, and Howling 7. So this guy's a loser. Let's see what... I think it's 7. I don't know my Roman numerals. Anyway, it says, 5-star review. Watched at the world premiere tonight at the drive-in. So much fun. Ollie and I were laughing so hard. Who the hell is Ollie? Throughout. Vince Vaughn and Catherine are so great and so funny. Wonderful, creative kills with solid gore. Silly, clever, constantly winking script was pretty neato that I got to meet Catherine and take a pic with her. I don't care. It's funny, like, Vince Vaughn's character is obviously channeling Michael Myers. No, he's channeling Jason Voorhees, but I guess kind of Michael Myers. And so when they swap, she does a great job doing that. I agree. Like the first morning when she does a little... Okay, you don't have to say what she did. Vince is hysterical in this as well. The scene where he's playing her in the back seat with, with her crush. I was actually screaming, make it stop, I can't. So were we. Um, this is just a lot of fun and pretty much exactly what I needed. What I want in Halloween month. We saw it in November, but okay. I mean, I love dark-spirited films and giallo. Blech. And I love tasting the rainbow and everything in spooky cinema, but there's something just so whimsical about October. I saw this in November. You know, I mean... Okay, dude. It, it was a fun move. I hate letterbox reviews. People are stupid. I don't care about your <laughs> you life. You gotta proofread them. Not... I can't because you always come over too quick. No, buddy. Yeah, dude. You have this all was week. your idea. You have this all week. This was your idea just like Blind Spot. So you hate you. You have all You week. hate this pod. Quit it. You have all week. All week. <laughs> All right, let's rate. Okay, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Well, Chicken that 10. is the wrong rating. It is a <laughs> 6 out of 10. What? Dude, are you actually serious? What? 6 out of 10? What was wrong with it? It was really it? good. You were having all this fun with it. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, you're just trying to make a funny pod moment. What's the real rating, okay, buddy? Okay, 6.5. 
buddy. What? You gave it like an eight. I Seven? Thought. Eight, I thought. Eight. Okay, yes. It's an eight. All right, good. And with that, we are out of here. See you guys next time with another one. We will get to The Dark and the Wicked. We plan to do that this week. I know you've already watched it. Yeah, I'll probably have to rewatch it. Um, but I just was kind of like really wanted to see this. And since it was new, figured we would review that first. So we'll get to The Dark and the Wicked next week. And we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.